Yep. Okay, video is started. This looks like um really specific cinematography where we've put like the stand in the center and it's saying that like we're like separated. You know, it's like one of those dramatic moments where like yeah. It's totally, like, yeah. <laughs> you know what it's giving me? It's giving me like the do you remember when we were in middle school when like Demi Lovato <gasps> And yes! Hannah Montana <laughs> and Miley Cyrus and Selena Gomez. I can't believe you're comparing us Did to such vi- icons. No, 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 no. <laughs> Sorry. It's just like, you know when they would do those low quality. Yeah, like, in front of their webcam. Yes. That's what, yeah. That's exactly, that's exactly what it looks like. Is. Yeah. Yeah. Yep. I'm proud of us. I'm glad I got to live this. You yeah, know. we did it. Yeah. Good yeah. for us. Okay. <laughs> Ready? Yeah. I'm Bridget. And I'm Maddie. Welcome to Batty Breakdowns, where we hang out, have fun, and play games all the way to the end. Today, we're going to talk about Planet of Lana. We'll give you the breakdown from its critical reception to its creation, and then we'll take you on a deep dive into the game as we share our own experiences and opinions while playing it. We'll close with if we recommend it, who we'd recommend it to, and last but not least, our personal rating. With that, let's pet our little cat monkey. That was more sexual than I anticipated. No! Oh, no! Let's pet our little cat monkey. No! I didn't want it to be. I was just trying to reference the cute little animal in the game. I know. It's just funny. You're right. I'm ready. I'm sad. Okay. Well, that was game description. Ready? Yeah. A young girl and her loyal friend embark on a rescue mission through a colorful world full of cold machines and unfamiliar creatures. Planet of Lana is a cinematic puzzle adventure framed by an epic sci-fi saga that stretches across centuries and galaxies. What? Yeah. Well, there's like that one chapter. What? It's called like back in time. It's just you find like ancient ruins. I think that's what they're referencing. Galaxies? Oh, that I guess I don't understand. <laughs> Maybe I because have... no, well okay, we're going to okay, get into the lore. Is, yeah, we'll, we'll get, get into, into the lore cuz I see what they're going for here and I accept your rejection, but also I see what they were doing. I think incorrect. Fully incorrect. Is in this my gonna opinion. be a spicy episode? Maybe. You said you had a lot to talk about. I feel like I kind of do. How it's made. How it's made. So I found a couple of sources for today's How It's Made. Primarily a Reddit post. Okay. Um on the Xbox forums. Okay. Um, uh, but the uh studio that made this, Wishfully from Sweden, mm-hmm. did an AMA. So I got some content from that. Cute. And then I also got some content from a, oh, I should have probably wrote down who did the interview. There it is. Uh, There was an Australian, I think, podcast Mm -hmm. that did a interview with the developers called, like, it was called Sifter, something like that. But anyway, they were on a podcast 
We will link it if you guys want to check it out. Yeah. Um, but it was like a 40-ish minute long podcast of oh, an interview. Wow. With okay. Them. Yeah. Cool. I will say it was, I don't know, we'll get into it. It wasn't like a lot of groundbreaking things inside of it. So okay. we'll talk through a little bit of it. But Not yeah. like my Bloody Hell interview? It was nothing like that. <laughs> it's definitely not that caliber. You <laughs> <laughs> set the standards, Maddie. Um, okay, so a little bit about how it's made. So first things first, the two primary creators, the two co-directors were Adam, and I'm so sorry, Adam. Um, Sajid. <laughs> Now you get C- to struggle. Siarnius. Siarnius? Siarnius? I was pronouncing the J's like Y's. And do I pronounce that T? Stiarnius. Stiarnius? Stiarnius. Do you pronounce J's as Y's? I don't know. I'm, I took Latin. So yes. They had no J's. So they were all Y's. Pronounce J's in Swedish. How do you get that from the screen that we're looking at right now? Right? Oh. Oh my gosh. Okay. We're trying again. I am I'm from Indiana, so that's my excuse every time. Adam S. (laughs) (laughs) Now I am really determined. Pronounce. Oh, I missed an I then. No, I didn't. I didn't. I pronounce. All right. How to pronounce? How to pronounce Adam? I can pronounce Adam. Fucking thank you, YouTube. Oh, there we go. Shenzhou's. Oh my god. Shenzhou's. That didn't. Shenzhou's. Shenzhou's. Stonjuice. Juice. Adam Stonjuice. Juice. Okay, Adam Stonjuice. That cannot be right. <laughs> it's fine. Um, Adam Stonjuice mm-hmm. was the co-director and creative director. Klaus Erickson was the co-director and okay. the script writer. So okay. they were the two folks that were both on like the interviews that I had watched and primarily it was Adam's idea to do this whole thing in the first place. So first they actually had never made a game before Mm -hmm. and they were both more of a animator background before they did this like cinema animation and this was their first. Makes sense. Yeah it makes sense as we dig into the game I can definitely see that and as like the um, creation of the game came about Really, really fun. Um, but apparently Adam and his ex-wife started building this. Uh, it took five years to make, and the first couple of years was him and his ex-wife. Spicy. I know. Spicy. Uh, unfortunately, the internet didn't get into any of the drama. So we just have that somehow the ex-wife is no longer working on the project. And the uh, they ended that kind of like two-year time frame focusing on the demo, the pitch. And then after that two years... This game took a total of five years to build. Wow. They gathered up a larger team of folks. Games take forever. That I, took five okay, years. Hear me out. I don't think that this game should have taken five years. Like yeah. I just 
I, it was their first game. They were working other jobs while they were doing it. Oh, okay. 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 That makes yeah, more sense. Yeah. Okay. So if they were like doing a full time, just going to make this game, I can't imagine five years. Yeah. But when you're doing it on the side. Yeah. 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 Okay. Yeah. That makes way more sense. Yeah. And so the inspiration for these games, we've actually talked about a little bit with some of the earlier podcast episodes we've done mm-hmm. with Somerville. So we talked about Limbo and Inside yeah, yeah, previously. Yeah. Those two games were that very much also so. makes a lot of sense. Yeah, yep. very much an inspiration for this. And the other two that they had were classics that I actually didn't recognize. Um, Another World and Odd World, Abe's Odyssey. Ooh. I hadn't heard of them. I looked them up. They're from the 90s. In the 90s, I think I was playing uh, Kickstart. No, I was going to say Kickstart 4th Grade and Freddy Fish. Probably. Oh. I played um math, math. Uh, oh, backyard baseball. Uh, backyard baseball. I also Secret played. Agent Probably Barbie. in the nineties. Yeah, that might have been early two thousands at that point. Yeah, yeah. Um, math anyway. blasters. Did you oh, do math, math blasters? blasters? Yeah, that's what I was doing in the nineties. Yeah, I did math blaster. I did, is that nineties or is that those was... were the eighties? <gasps> but I wasn't alive in the eighties, so no, 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 we weren't. Um, <laughs> no. And then I think yeah. I had, I just remember Kickstart fourth grade because I never beat it. I had to collect like a robot from each century. It was very difficult. But anyway, <laughs> they were off here playing like real video games. Uh, and those were two inspirations that they had. I looked it up a little bit and they were also like cinematic platformers. So okay. again, yep. I, I totally see the inspo there. Mm-hmm. The few little bits that I got that were a little interesting from the interviews I saw were a little on puzzle design, a little bit on the secret language that they wrote, Mm -hmm. and then a little bit about the music and composition. So those are the three things I'm going to chat through today, but they had a lot of other information in there. I think the interviews and things that I saw didn't get really into the details. They were super high level. So that's kind of why I just picked out a couple. Yeah. Um, But first, the puzzle design... So they were animators. Mm -hmm. They spoke on puzzle design when they were asked the question, what do they struggle with the most? And one of the things that really stood out was the uh, building storytelling and gameplay together and the ability to make puzzles that were of an appropriate level of difficulty for the varieties of people that would want to play them. So their goal was they wanted it to be paced at the beginning, like you were learning the controls. It had a quick pace between things, but the puzzles weren't too hard. And then in the middle, they wanted the puzzles to get a little bit longer, the levels to get a little bit longer, and then at the end to pick up the pace a little bit again. So you bring it around. And they wanted it also to be a little bit more accessible than other games in this space, like Limbo and Inside are pretty hard games. Um, Yeah, harder. Harder. They're not like, yeah. Uh, But they didn't want it to be that hard. So they're going for a little bit more accessible. And they talked about how they, one of their main puzzle designers actually was initially their technical animator and an old friend from when they were like 13 years old or something, super cute. And they figured out as they were building this game that this guy was actually like good at building puzzles and they liked him building the puzzles. So he became one of the main puzzle designers like three years in and started building them. But at the end of the day, it seemed like they really struggled with those aspects of building the puzzles themselves. Yeah, the balance. Yeah, the balance. And I, like, watching the interview, I I got the feeling that they weren't super confident still in the outcome of the puzzle mechanic and the difficulty. They talked a lot to, oh, it's so hard when people are different skill levels. 
and they know even now that people are at different skill levels and you could tell that they were still proud of the work that they had done but they did seem a little bit more nervous about it yeah yeah so I didn't get too much more out of the puzzle design. I wish they would have talked a little bit more in detail about it because I think there are a lot of good ways that you could yeah. chat through it. But that's kind of what they talked okay. about. Uh, the second thing that we or I listened to was about the language. Yeah. <laughs> so if you did you notice that the language is like a real language theoretically like they made a new language yeah like it seemed it seemed like there were patterns yes. yeah, yeah yeah so it is a totally like you can translate the language if you pay attention to enough of the conversations okay. the words you can actually figure out what the language is and then okay. like decipher it and figure out what they're saying apparently yeah and it was interesting because, I mean, that is a lot of effort to yeah. make a full language like that. And I didn't do... Did they write words or did they, like, do the whole thing? Like Apparently yeah, they mean... wrote the whole thing. And this guy said the real reason he did it was because he geeked out on it and he thought it was fun. He was gonna just do a little bit. Like, they were, it was gonna be more, like, simlish, yeah. you know? Mm-hmm. And then he started doing it and he was like, wow, this is really fun. And so he just made a language. And that's what he did. Um, wild. Oh, very wild. And I will actually, I noted it was kind of funny because I never thought about it. But when you make up your own language, you don't have to deal with localization. Yeah. <laughs> which is a bonus. Yeah. Yeah. But they made up their own one. We we didn't actually get much of the language in the game, in my opinion, other than the dialogue. There's like one puzzle mm-hmm. that kind of referenced it. Mm-hmm. Um, so I wish we would have seen a little bit more of it. But they... And it was even barely. Yeah. It wasn't... Yeah. Yeah. Um, but they did do it. I it will be I know this game released really recently. It was May twenty third. Is that right? Yeah, it is pretty recent. Yeah, mm-hmm. May twenty third of this year, twenty twenty three. So I wonder if eventually somebody's gonna crack it and it'll be on the internet somewhere, but I couldn't find it yet. Okay. Yeah. And then the last thing, the composer. So the composer that wrote the music for this was Takashi Furukawa. Okay. Takashi Furukawa. He is like kind of famous from what I read. So he worked on Star Trek Enterprise and Star Wars Clone Wars. Whoa. Yeah. And um, funnily enough, I just started watching Mythic Quest this this week. And he is writing the music for season four or wrote the music for season season four of Mythic Quest. Nice. So he is the super official composer. Yeah, yeah, yeah. Like actual. Yeah, (laughs) Yeah, yeah, yeah. Like actually... And apparently, I know. (laughs) And apparently, Adam was pitching the game very early on in the process, like two or three years or something like that. And he actually, the composer, actually reached out to Adam and said, I heard about this. I want to write music for it. Wow. Which is so cool. That is really cool. And Adam was like, I thought it was a prank. <laughs> it took I mean, like yeah. three or four, however many emails back and forth before he's like, oh, this isn't a hoax. This is real. This person is actually asking yeah, yeah, to like, yeah. be a part of this project. So they kept in touch for a few years. And then he came on later on in the project to nice. finish it up with the um, compositions. But oh, that's so cool. I listened to the uh, actual, they, they released the soundtrack on Spotify for mm-hmm. the game already. And so I was listening to it on the drive over here. And it really is beautiful. It's really, it's really beautiful. It's a really well done track. Yeah. So I wanted to touch on that a little bit because I thought that was fun. Who gets like famous comp- composers to reach out that, and be that's, like hey, that's actually bro. very cool yeah. that's super cool yeah so that's my how it's made today yeah. yeah maddie critical reception okay so it has an 80 on metacritic so pretty good mm-hmm. that's good honestly a little bit better than maybe i was expecting mm-hmm. um 
8.1 user score. The common positives is music. I mean, it's, I mean, now it's really obvious that yeah. you say that. And the visuals, which now makes sense because of their animation background. Yep. Common critiques were just repetitive puzzles and maybe the puzzles being too easy. It has very positive on Steam, so not overwhelmingly positive, but very mm. positive still. And again, music, visuals, and then again, puzzles being repetitive or not creative or yeah. maybe a little bit boring. Mm -hmm. So nothing groundbreaking in the critical reception. And I think that it vibes with probably how our discussion is going to go. Yeah, since you said that you have so much to talk about, I'm interested to know if you're in the like, wow, this is a really good game camp or wow, I have a lot of thoughts on how it could be a better game. Camp. Yeah, that second one. <laughs> okay. The second one. I'm excited. I'm excited to hear. Okay, ready? Yeah. You just dig in? Let's try it. First impressions. I'm very curious if you're going to think the same thing as me. Okay, go. Oh my god, this is going to be dramatic. Okay. <laughs> so, okay, the first impression that I had was, one, the music reminded me of a Disney movie. Oh. I couldn't place which one it was, but I was like, this melody sounds like I've heard something similar, like I've heard something like this before. But yeah. it, immediately the music was actually the first thing that I noticed. Okay. And when I heard that he had done like Star Wars and Star Trek, I was like, oh, maybe I actually have heard music by him before. And yeah. It was just reminiscent of that. So first and foremost, it was all about that. And then the second impression that I had was I was surprised that it was so dark. Yeah. and a uh, serious type of game, like the story-wise right away. And it was a lot more platformery platformery, and a lot less puzzly than I anticipated. Yeah. So those were kind of my buttons, but the beginning was pretty different from the middle and the end, I think-ish, yeah, yeah. from the pace and the story. So yeah, what were your thoughts? So my first impression, I mean, obviously beautiful. Yeah. Music. absolutely beautiful yeah really great way to start the light game it's somerville yeah yeah it was <laughs> we played a reskinned somerville yeah it was the same <laughs> I, you know what i mean i was like playing this and i was like I, literally because it starts and i thought so in the demo because mm -hmm. i had played the demo during steam fest right and you made the really good tiktok <laughs> I made the really bad TikTok that I pulled because it was so low effort and low quality. But I had, we were doing a thing where we were trying to post a TikTok every day. Which we did great at. Which by we the way. did. And it did semi work yeah, in it getting worked. us more TikTok followers. It was just exhausting. It was really hard, guys. <laughs> it was really Our hard. Our lives are stressful and it was hard. Okay, but, anyways, it starts different than the demo and from the demo it's like you have your little cat yeah you're doing platform puzzles they had platform puzzles right at the start right. with that and the it didn't have any of the stealth or any of the bad mm. guys in the demo it was just the platforming piece and yeah. so i thought going into it it was going to be more of that gotcha and then i got surprised when we started it that it was literally like, it, it almost felt so beat for beat Somerville, yeah. which is wild. It like, like reskinned because you start and you're with your loved like, one yep. 
instead of a wife and a kid, it's your sister. sister. Yeah. And then you run off and then all of a sudden an alien invasion happens and they get kidnapped. Yeah. And I was like, this is Somerville. Mm -hmm. And then the whole goal of the game is to go rescue your loved one. And yeah. it's Somerville. Well, and the puzzles are even similar too, right? With the stealth aspects of it. And the platforming and the dragging and then the unlocking different, like, mm -hmm. more things that you can and do. And the secret language. And the secret. <laughs> well, dude, even like. I saw those colors and I was like, oh the colors. <laughs> Did you write down the colors? Early I wrote down days? the colors because I was like, that mattered in Somerville. You're right. You're right. And anyways, so I just thought that was really interesting. And my last first impression was I was maybe a little bit bored. Yeah. I think they... So part of what I saw in the interviews is they were a little worried from the storytelling aspect of like, how do you marry that in gameplay? And they had said a lot of video games tell, but they don't show. And they wanted to go the opposite direction and show and don't tell. But I think maybe they leaned a little bit too much at the beginning because it was so much like running running and the, the your character runs so slow you didn't have your pet yet yeah so i actually wrote down um one a criticism that i didn't want to play any more stealth games for a while because i feel like we've done a lot of stealth lately which we didn't even know this was going to be stealth no yeah yeah and so i took that note well i guess it's just tomb raider this one um horizon Horizon. Was his, and then, uh, call it the famous zombie, not zombie one. Oh, Last of Us. Last yeah. of Us. Stealth elements in it. Yeah. Yeah, like, you're right. You're yeah, right. we've done a lot of stealth. A lot of stealth elements. Yeah. And I noted that the game was bad, and then we got the cat, and it got better. Yeah. Yeah. Yeah, 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 yeah. I played like an hour in, I think, the first time, and then I put it down, and I was like, oh my god, I've got to pick it up again. Yeah, I would not have finished this game if we didn't have this podcast. Yes, 100%. I agree with that. Yeah, I would but have picked I, up Tears of the Kingdom again. It. Yeah. <laughs> Sadly, this did keep me from Tears of the Kingdom. And then also Diablo. And, also and so Diablo. I was like, damn, okay. <laughs> I'm like, <laughs> I fucking finish this game. Um, yeah. So that was, those were my first impressions. Yeah. And I mean, it really did hit all the story beats. You're right. Like, at the very beginning, you're in a little fishing village. You got your sister, and they kind of get kidnapped by some aliens, an invasion on your planet, and then you go on a little adventure. Yeah. Yeah. I will say, in Planet of Lana's credit, which I guess we'll talk about more, in Somerville, which maybe I'll just like, this is the last thing I'll mention. Mm -hmm. In Somerville, one of our biggest complaints was that the dog was not part mm -hmm. the dog felt like a set piece versus part of the game You're right and so in this one they actually did it better yeah because the pet was part of the game mm -hmm. and i really appreciated that and in somerville i think the puzzles and maybe the story was more interesting to me mm -hmm. if i'm being honest mm -hmm. but at least this game had the cute pet yeah I think and did better with that aspect. I totally agree with that. And I really did make a note about how the game got significantly better once you got the cat. Because before then, the puzzle elements are practically non-existent. Like, it's really yeah. just you're running at kind of a slow pace. <laughs> but once you get the cat, you at least get something. Yeah. All right. How do we want to break it down? 
So I think we could talk a little bit about puzzle mechanics and we can talk a little bit about like the lore and story of this one. Yeah. Um, maybe. Yeah. Let's yeah. do the, yeah, let's start with the puzzle mechanics and the game mechanics and then we can talk about like what we liked, what we didn't like. Yeah. Cool. That sounds good. Um, so I think Maddie already mentioned it a bit, but a lot of the puzzle mechanics come from your cat monkey pet. Mm-hmm. And the cat monkey pet, now I was really thankful, all of the puzzle mechanics have buttons on top of them whenever you need to do an action. So I didn't have to remind to, you. Yeah. Which is really nice for me because I played this game on xCloud on my laptop with my Switch controllers. <laughs> wow. Oh my God. I just moved. Who hurt you? I haven't unpacked everything and <laughs> I couldn't find you? batteries for my Xbox controller. Who hurt you? <laughs> so I was like, I guess this is where I live now. It's fine. But uh, it was really helpful to me. Yeah. But the cat that you have, generally, like the way that it works, you have a bunch of aliens. If you get into their line of sight, you need to like avoid that. They'll zap you. They will zap you in a very dramatic fashion. Yeah. It's like. Also, if you die and the cat doesn't, it makes a sad little noise. Aww, Did you notice that? that. That's so yeah. Sad. If you when you die and the cat doesn't, it'll go. It's so really sad. sad. It's so sad. I'll find the sound. I'll I'll put it in. I'll replace my like sound yeah. that I just did with the <laughs> actual one. I <laughs> know I want both. <laughs> right here. Okay. Great. Isn't that sad, guys? Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> but the other things that you do are the cat has these kind of special powers. Yeah. With the aliens, and it can do things like stare. Well, sometimes it it. The powers are more for the life on the planet. That's fair. I just assume they're actually, yeah. 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 It's a little weird. Sorry, we're not saying things out loud. The There are both things that are very clearly machines and things that look like weird, technically monster I just animals. thought that was like the life, like the bio, like the yeah. life of the planet. Now that you say that, that makes sense. I was in the headspace of, since we just played Horizon Zero Dawn, I was like, this seems like... They have these machines that are just shaped like animals. Oh, yeah. No, I... I think you're right, though. I think, I think I'm yeah, wrong. I think, I, I think I'm right. Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> I think you're right. <laughs> but it's okay. Yeah, it yeah. doesn't matter. Um, but the little cat can control them. The 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 creatures, yeah, in yeah. a way. In a way. Like, he can stare at them. I don't know if you have a better way to describe. Yeah, so you... The, essentially, the mechanics are you can point the cat at things, and then when the cat goes to it, you can press another button for the cat to interact with it. Mm -hmm. And so sometimes that's pressing a button. Sometimes it's getting a rope off of a ledge and, you know, throwing it down to you. And other times it's to kind of put another creature in a trance and make them move in a certain direction mm -hmm. that you control. So. If the if there is a animal that is blocking the path, you can put the animal in a trance and make the cat walk it like backwards, mm -hmm. and then it'll like move. And now you can like go down the path. Yep. Mm -hmm. And that's pretty much it. Yeah. And as you start, the other thing with the machines is she's the one that starts unlocking things that can help, like Lana. control them. Lana. Yeah. Oh, Lana. Yeah. Yeah. The machines. Mm -hmm. So I guess that's Planet of Lana. The main character's name is Lana, and the little cat is Mui. Mui. He's really cute. <laughs> he that's probably really my cute. favorite yeah. part of the game. <laughs> I thought the cat was cute. 
I I think the mechanics were very straightforward. They were easy to learn. Mm-hmm. But and I really appreciate oh, the additional buttons. Oh, you can crouch. Yeah, it. we didn't mention that, but yeah. Um, but it wasn't groundbreaking. No. Yeah. No, no, it wasn't. And I also thought that they were maybe a bit tedious because mm-hmm. it's like cat go here. Mm-hmm. Throw me the rope. Climb up the rope. Cat go here. Throw me another rope. Climb up the rope. Yeah. Cat stay. I'm gonna go do this. Okay, now cat come. You know. Yeah. I agree with you. Sometimes it felt very repetitive and tedious, even though the visuals are beautiful and some of the puzzles I did end up liking. Mm-hmm. Like there's one that I wanted to talk yeah, to you about that I really liked. Yeah, we can talk about the ones liked. we liked and the ones yeah. we didn't. Yeah, but I agree with you. Most part kind of repetitive. Yeah, me. and then the other thing that I wrote from a gameplay perspective that I didn't love is there was a lot of moments of just running. Yeah, and it- Honestly, it's so slow. To, and the, the <laughs> running is so slow. But they did that for cinematic reasons. Well, there's some that it is cinematic. Yeah. And there's like moments of running mm-hmm. where it zooms out. Oh, God, it's so it's so beautiful. Yes. But then there's other moments. And I feel like these other moments take away from those impactful mm. moments, right? That's fair. Uh, sorry, I'm not like describing it well so sometimes you're just running in between puzzles and it's very basic like you're just running in the world and it is running in the beautiful world but it's not anything special Mm -hmm. and sometimes there is a semi cutscene where you're running and you get to this expansive place i think one of them's like a desert yeah yeah that one was amazing amazing yeah you like run and it zooms out and lana and mui are really small and it's just gorgeous and the music like ramps up and it it, it's a moment it's such a moment like those moments did honestly give me goosebumps yeah they were absolutely amazing and i loved them Mm -hmm. and then it was it was such a bummer That they felt the need to space apart their puzzles by these long stretches of mediocre running. Yeah. Because you have good running. (laughs) And I'm not saying that every time you run, you need to have the good goosebump moment running. Yeah. But why do you need so many mediocre running? It downplays the other runnings. Yeah. Yeah. I buy. Okay. Okay. (laughs) (laughs) I agree with you. I think one of... Part of my hunch is that as a team that felt really comfortable with animation, that they wanted to showcase how lively and beautiful yeah. the world was. And, and a lot of a lot of the like literally if you just stop and look at a screenshot of this game, it does not do it justice because when you sit and look at the game, the trees are moving, everything's mm-hmm. blowing in the wind, you have grass swishing back and forth, yeah. you have clouds moving, like the whole game feels very alive. Yeah. And my hunch is that they were trying to just be like, look how alive the world is. You're on an epic quest, you know, but I agree with you. Mm-hmm. Um, yeah. And at, in a game where the mechanics, in my opinion, were pretty like ho-hum, I appreciated the beauty of it, but I wanted to be able to have like a quicker pace. Yeah. Mm-hmm. Yeah. Yeah. Exactly. Okay. So tell us about what are your favorites and least favorite puzzles? Yeah. So my favorite puzzle was the music puzzle. The... So you come into, it's right after the cave with the art. 
Oh, the pipes. Yeah. 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 Mm-hmm. And you kind of start noticing some patterns and started drawing them because I was noticing <laughs> them in my notebook. And I was very clued in because of the Somerville experience. I was like, this Taking is, this so is going to matter. Notes. Yeah. <laughs> um, some of it doesn't pay off. But we'll talk about that. Yeah. And you come into another kind of zoom out moment. Mm-hmm. And it's this steamworks type situation. It kind of reminds me of a if folks organ. know. It, it, exactly. Like a, like a huge industrial organ. Mm-hmm. And you move pieces in a way to make a, a little song. Yeah. And I really liked that. Yeah. That one was the first puzzle that made me stop and have to think. Yes. I think. Yeah. yeah. Also that. <laughs> yeah. Because I think all the other ones had been a little easy up until mm-hmm. that point. And this one, I was like, oh, man, how do I do this? And I think it took me quite a few tries because I found a couple of the pieces, but not all the pieces together. Yeah. And it was very satisfying when I finally figured that one out. Um, so I, I'd agree with you. That one yeah. was a good one. Yeah. 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 But there weren't very many. Of what about you? Those. Um, so. <laughs> there weren't. <laughs> there weren't very many of those. Um, so that one I thought was one of the ones I really liked. A lot of the puzzles I really enjoyed once we got into the later portion of the game, the one that I thought was actually really stumped me for a little while was the one with the fans. Oh, I'm super curious to see how you solved that. Maybe we'll do like a little spoily. Yeah, we can talk about spoiling for the fan puzzle. So spoilers, when you get to the fan puzzle, it's a couple of really big giant industrial fans and they're blowing periodically and then they stop. And a part of the mechanic that we found up to this point is you can turn electricity on and off so that you can like turn on and off electric panels or cut ropes that were previously electric, that kind of thing. And when you go through these fans, Mui gets blown by the fans and chopped up to little itty bitty bits every time. It's actually very devastating. Yeah. Very sad. And I uh, figured out very quickly that I had to leave him behind Yeah, and made my way up through the fans to the other round, Mm -hmm. turned off all the electricity. And then I think I spent like 15 minutes attempting to time accurately when I turned off the electricity, when I run back and got Mui and then getting him back with him chopped to bits every single time. Because I thought... That the reason that he was dying off screen once he got further into the tunnel was because of the electricity on the ground. But he wasn't. He was getting blown. He was just getting blown super far and getting chopped a little bits. And I did that like probably 10 times. And the way that I eventually solved it is I took it. Once you turn off the electricity, you can run all the way back to the beginning. And there's a panel to control one of the little robots. Mm -hmm. And then you fly the robot, which also was... Really hard to do. Yes. So hard Mm -hmm. to fly this little robot, but I flew it. And you could fly it back through the fans and into a little side tunnel, secret tunnel. Oh. You didn't fly to the secret tunnel? Keep going. Okay. I flew to a secret tunnel and then I broke the floor. Oh, yeah. Okay, yes. I broke the floor in the secret tunnel. 
And then I went back, put Mui on, on top of it. Yeah, yeah. yeah, yeah. and then I flew him through the fan. Up really up, quick, and you have up. to do it really quick. So fast. I had to do that like four times. Before the fan starts yeah. again. Yeah, and I there were so many times where I chopped him to little bits as I was attempting to go up through the secret tunnel, but eventually made it and got him over there and got all the way through. But the amount of different pieces I had to put together to get it all to yeah. work for that one was pretty fun. Um, and at the end of the day, I think that was the only one with a different mechanic like that, like with the fans blowing and with the electricity and mm-hmm. with flying yeah. and, you know, all those kinds and of with bits. And, yeah. 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 And I appreciated that yeah. a lot. So that one was probably one yeah, of them that I, I really liked. Yeah, I like that one. Yeah. 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 Least favorites. You know, it's hard to say because I... <laughs> You're like, all the other ones? Um, <laughs> <laughs> no, I think one that was particularly frustrating for me is towards the very end mm-hmm. when Mui's stuck in the little bubble thing and you have to get him out mm-hmm. do you know which one I'm talking in about? the factory in the factory yeah and you know that you have to get the cube into the thing yeah in order to get him out but the flying robot was so hard as having a hard time knocking the cube because I kept missing. <laughs> no, I'm laughing because I'm even stupider than that. Oh. Because I fumbled with knocking it off and then I forgot that I could grab the box and move it. Wait, you can grab. Oh, oh, like on the ground. Like once it's on, it's on the, ground. the ground. Oh, and so on the ground. I knocked it onto the ground and oh, then did I. Did you start knocking <laughs> Taking me years. <laughs> in the first like four hits, I hit it the wrong direction. Yeah, yeah. And then I finally hit it a few times this direction. And I'm like, I cannot believe someone would build a game like this. This is ridiculous. How dare they? How dare they spend my time this way? And then I was like, I can grab the box. Yeah. I I at least remembered that you can grab the box and move the box, but it's been a long week. Hitting the box off of the platform to get to the box just took a lot of trial and error. And I thought at first, because Mui's about to die, mm-hmm. that's the moment. I thought it was going to be timed, and so oh, I also had a lot of like time stress. anxiety. Yeah, and I kept missing or like fumbling and or hitting it the wrong direction so that yeah. it like. I take one step forward, one step back, you know, mm-hmm. but that was probably my least favorite because it was the most stressful and frustrating, mm-hmm. but it wasn't actually timed. No, it's interesting so it's you fine. thought it did have time pressure because I don't think that popped into my head as a possibility. I think just because of the the nature of the situation, the situation, yeah. I thought, you know. Yeah, that's fair. Time that's pressure. Fair. Yeah. Mm-hmm. I think my least favorite one was... Um, Adam's most favorite one, the co-director and creative director. Sad. Sorry, Adam. But the puzzle, there's one puzzle that you get through the majority of the game. And we'll talk through lore and all that kind of fun stuff in a bit. Yeah. But you get through the majority of the game and you meet this old man. And when you get there... It immediately reminded me of both Somerville and Tunic. Mm -hmm. I'm like, secret languages everywhere. I guess this is the new thing. Yeah. And there's a bunch of murals on the wall with these, like, depictions of music, 
and secret language and blah 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 blah. Mm -hmm. and then you're expected there's like a robot there laying that's not moving Mm -hmm. and you're expected to play a song and get it to like wake back up pretty much and we can spoiler here real quick to talk about how to solve it but when I got there it was really late and I was really tired so part of me was a little frustrated that it was going to be a hard puzzle and I thought I was going to have to decipher this language when I got here. And I was like... I didn't even bother. Well, so I got there and I was like, oh man, I'm going to have to do this. And I played Tunic all the way to the end. I still have not fully deciphered the final puzzle. I did decipher the language, but I still can't solve the final puzzle of that. Maybe one day I'll do it and it'll be my crowning achievement. But solving the language of Tunic took me like a week. I had oh, screenshots. Wow. I had so many like wow. mad, mad scientists like things laying all over my floor. I was insane about it. And I got to this puzzle and I'm like, oh my God. Oh, no. <laughs> and so I about died. And then it was so easy. Like it was a really easy puzzle. They gave you in the pictures two of the three secret like symbols that you needed. And then you only needed to find one additional symbol. And with all the other symbols they gave you, there was literally only one possible solution for it. And I just back solved it and got it in like probably two minutes. And it was so interesting. So the way I solved it, Mm -hmm. I actually didn't even bother. Because I had looking at the the language Mm -hmm. stuff, because I was also kind of like, (laughs) when I saw it, I was like, oh, this really matter. And the entire time for context for those listening who haven't played the game the sometimes you'll have a little cut scene and the robot will sing a little tune mm-hmm. it's, it's cute like, do 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 mm-hmm. and i just made it sound like that oh uh, you and your musical prowess <laughs> I just know what those notes You just match up like. the notes. Oh You're like, this one starts like this, and then it goes up. Do, 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 do. You know? <laughs> yeah, you're right. You're totally right. And so I, you know, I, I kind of fussed with it a little bit because I was like, oh, which one is the starting note to get to the, because yeah. at first I started with too high of a note. Oh, okay. And then you couldn't go all the way and up. And I couldn't go all the way up as much as it needed. And so I kind of fussed with it, but it didn't take me very long. And then I was like, there's the tune. Huh. Well, that is really cool. I did not do that. I felt like I cheated, but no, you did. <laughs> it ain't cheating if it works. <laughs> but I've been re- repeating that. I was actually quite disappointed because the other thing that had been happening is when they do that little tune, it'll do like a series of colors. Mm-hmm. And I thought the colors were going to matter at some point, and they don't, and it doesn't pay off at all. Yeah. Whereas in Somerville, that shit at least paid off. Yeah, it's true. A little too much. (laughs) A little too much. But they they did do it. Yeah. No, nothing in here was super, like... Like, you didn't really have to pay I was trying to go too big brain. Yes, you were. Was it satisfying for you to solve it that way, though? Or was it kind of I mean, I was proud of myself. Yeah, I was okay. like, oh, it's a okay. little... I mean, not not super proud of myself. It was more just like... I, I kind of knew that would be the puzzle, right? Like, mm. it's going to do the jingle that we've been hearing the whole time. Yeah. And so, I more... To your point, when I saw the language stuff, I was just like, meh. Yeah. So like, I'm going like, to try this jingle first, and then if that doesn't work, I was going to go back to the yeah. stuff. 
but then it ended up being that, so. Okay, that's fair. Yeah. Was that jingle the same jingle that played out of the organ pipes? I think the organ was actually different. Oh, interesting. I think the organ was actually, I will have to do that too, (laughs) because I remember with the organ. It did have a double note that was the same in there. But I thought it was four notes. But one of them was a double note because it had two pipes coming out of it. You're right. It probably was. It probably was the same one. Probably was. Yeah. Hmm. 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 But that that was earlier in the game, so I think I hadn't put that together yet. Yeah. Well, I just now thought of it since we had talked to them side by side. Yeah. I think for me it was disappointing in a different way because I was like... I was expecting it to be hard, and while I was disappointed because I was tired, I was also like, oh, good, I can finally, like, dig into something here. Yeah. And then it was so trivial that I was like, well, at least it could have been kind of hard, you know? It didn't have to take me weeks to do, but it also could have been faster than, or longer than two minutes, so that was probably my most disappointing one. But I would say, in general, the puzzles for me were very, like, repetitive. I vibe with the feedback. Yeah. Okay. Should we talk about the lore? Yeah. Let's do lore. Story lore? Yes. Loras, Maddie. Loras. Okay. Well, so I'm interested to see if you had been coming up with any theories. I do have theories. It's true. Okay. Do you have theories? I had one. So do you you want me to do my theory? Yes. Okay. Give us your theory. So from a story and lore perspective not a lot is given to no. us yeah it's mostly just stuff in the environment and you kind of piece it together and it's an alien invasion situation yep and one of the things that i started to think is maybe it was like wally oh. where mm-hmm. the robots were made to to like clean up and re redo the earth Ooh. because there was the like little plant symbol everywhere that and that looked like a sprout like a butt plug <laughs> where is your head today look at it okay look at an actual picture of it pull it up i, I just dare you to and i drew it you drew it different I drew it different. You drew it different because you probably blocked it out because you were like, no one would have ever made it look Planet that shape. of Lana. And I would just like to say that I thought this, I wrote it down. I wrote, why does it look like a butt plug? Okay, I have found ancient alien technology that is shaped like a butt plug. And then I found someone on Reddit that said, why is Lana anal backwards? And why does it look like a butt plug? Oh my God. <laughs> you can cut that, but so. <laughs> No, I'm not going to cut that. That's amazing. But see, look. It looks like a seed. A sprout. It's like a butt plug. Oh. <laughs> so I thought maybe it was a Wally situation. <laughs> I, I agree with you looking at it. It looks like it could be a leaf. And it's not. It's but not. that was my theory. Um, The other thing. Why do you other... say that it's not? I'm curious. Uh, I just don't think it is. Okay. Towards okay. the end of it, it felt more like an actual, like, seek different race. Because in my head with the Wally situation, it's like the race coming back. I thought maybe it was like, you know what I mean? Yeah, but they're all on the same planet to begin with. Yeah. Yeah. Okay. Yeah, okay. yeah, yeah. That's what I kind I of had that. thought. I think there's probably pieces in there that are Wally-ish, maybe. But... We can talk about it. I have theories, too. Okay. okay. What are your theories? Well, no, you said you had more. No, no, no. That was it. I, the other one that I thought, like, never really connected to me 
story-wise or lore-wise is there's a section that you walk through that had different types of people. Yeah, yeah. And that confused me, and they didn't the, bring it back. Do you mean the portraits on the wall? Well, well, there was portraits of, like, humans, uh-huh. which was more Lana people, I guess, yeah. technically, because Lana was, like, people. Yeah. But there was another one. They were, like, skinny and long and kind of goopy. And there was, like, little little babies that were also skinny and long and, like, skeletal. Well, I mean, I think those are just skeletons. No, there was like robots. humans with goopy. They were goopy. I I I and thought I that wanna... it was like normal humans and goopy then robots. Humans. If that actually comes up with something, I'm going to die. There's a room with like a UFO. That, ha ha yeah. ha. Yeah, so they had the paintings on the walls and then all the skeletons. This, the goopy. That's not a goopy, that's a robot. It's got an eyeball like all the other robots. But they're humanoid. And they're right there too. Those are robots. Those are robots? Yeah. There's no way that's not a robot. This scene did confuse me though. So in Planet of Lana, you find all of these different robot technologies and uh they're goopy yeah those are ro- are those not robots those are robots i guess they are they looked really goopy to me <laughs> i don't know i thought they were human i'm pretty sure they're like robots because the the one that's inside of the what i thought was a captain's hall yeah was had a big circle like all the aliens have circles yeah right? what do you what do you think of these portraits though so my for those listening there's there's a piece of the game that you walk through a hallway and there's a bunch of like old school victorian portraits yeah the so and you see the butt plug symbol and then you also <laughs> see humanoid robots which we hadn't seen that's why yeah, i kind of thought it wasn't seen. i see i see so my hunch when we got to this, so before you get to this one chapter, which is like, remember the past or something like that, I can't remember. And before you get there, all you have are these robots and they've invaded. And once you get to this portrait, you see, in my opinion, what looked like robots and humans caring for each other. So the oh. first thing that you run into was the robot looking thing that was kind of dead looking and out of energy yeah. holding onto a baby human skeleton. Yeah. And and dead I think baby. Yeah, dead baby. I think I put is that poor baby dead in the robot mom's arms? What is going on? Yeah. Like I was trying to understand. Yeah, that was pretty metal. Yeah, and I will <laughs> say the sound design in this section was really good. At yeah. some point, I was like either my Mac is absolutely amazing or the sound design made it sound like surround sound cuz I was looking around and trying to figure out where all the sound was coming from it was so good but in that section what i really thought it was was this was like an older civilization that had Mm. um them living kind of in harmony and maybe even a a ship like a crash landed ship that um like because in one of the scenes you see that floating spaceship in the air i thought maybe that's like a model Mm. or some weird technology to like fly the spaceship interesting and so i thought that you had like people that flew in on this spaceship maybe the robots and the people and 
the so maybe it was like a Horizon Zero Dawn situation. Maybe, maybe, and then I like crash landed, and then yeah. Huh. So I was like, I was wondering if it's that, and then what I did was I looked up this image of so in the game there are secret shrines. Did you find any secret shrines? No. Okay, so there are ten secret shrines. Okay. I found two of them. I'm surprised everything seemed so linear. When you find, I I really only found two out of the 10 really easily. And the rest, I have absolutely no idea where they would be. The two that I found, though, I did have to go kind of out of my way. Um, but when you find all of the secret shrines, you get this image. And the image shows two worlds. <laughs> The butt plug symbol pointing at one of them and le- like leaving one and going to the other. And the one that's leaving looks like Earth. And so oh. my gut. And then if you zoom in on so like the like image, they had, had to... the cats with them. Oh. Yeah. So we had to leave Earth, I think. And they left Earth with like babies in tow to like grow a new colony. And I think the hallway with four portraits were like, they were in that ship a long time. And those are the four different captains of the ship. So that was my, that was my lore gut. Nice. Yeah. I think you I think you nailed it. Yeah, so I think that's what it is. And then yeah. I, I don't know what made the machines go bad because in the game you see that the machines go crazy, obviously start attacking you, and then you there's like this super scientific looking, kind of beautiful facility yeah. where they have kidnapped them and put them in a four star hotel almost, it seems yeah. like. <laughs> and it's like, I, hey, you solved the housing crisis. Yeah, exactly. I'm like, perfect. Great. That looks way better than some of those shacks that y'all were living in. So. Yeah. But I have no idea. I have no guesses on why the machines were like all of a sudden kidnapping people and grabbing the animals no. and turning them into goo. I really don't know. It was almost like they came back or something. It was weird. Yeah, it it didn't really go into that. Yeah. Okay. And then, like, at the end of the game, the main, like, thing you that just, you do. It's like a reset button. Yeah, you turn it off and back on again. Yeah. Yeah. And so, and then you live peacefully together with the robots again. So. Spoilers for the ending. Oh, my bad. And I just don't know why the robots aren't crazy maybe there's more information hidden somewhere i didn't see but with all the stuff that we saw i didn't really see a hint to why they went crazy no i didn't either maybe if you decipher the language the little old man wouldn't would be know. saying stuff but yeah. i'm not sure yeah okay yeah but anyway so that's what i think it was and then it kind of is a little wally because you have like the captains on the ship you know like they escaped yeah. earth but yeah. the robots went with them instead of cleaning up the earth yeah 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 interesting yeah. okay but also kind of horizon zero donny yeah bit in that way too they had to escape earth for whatever reason yeah and rebuild earth somewhere else interesting i i did write a few other things about the story okay but they're not necessarily like groundbreaking um well what are they so when you finally get to the central place for the robots they're like chopping up the animals. animals yeah like really sad they even highlight it they highlight it like um i wonder if it's commentary on animal processing and stuff oh interesting because they're on a conveyor belt mm-hmm. and they go into the choppies and they're like trying to not go in mm. 
like yeah. the pigs do that yeah. when they're get, getting slaughtered. That's sad. Oh. And I kind of wondered if yeah if that was maybe purposeful. I was but it was sad. It was sad. I was wondering if they were turning them into like fuel. That's what it looked like. But I wasn't yes. sure. Yeah, 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 yeah. It looked like it was uh like biofuel. Yeah, yeah, like yeah. It yeah, was yeah. like green goop or yeah, something. Yeah, yeah, yeah. Um, but I I never figured out exactly what that was. And I wish that they would have let us um save the animals. I wish they would have let us do that. I wish they would have explained just more. I wish they would have yeah. explained more. And when I mentioned earlier that they had said, oh, we pivoted to the show instead of the tell, I think they pivoted a little too hard. Yeah. Like, I I love a good ambiance, okay? Like, I love when they yeah. scatter lore throughout yeah. the games. I think those are really fun. But this one didn't have enough to grasp onto, I think. Mm-hmm. And so it didn't make as much as a, of an impact as I think it could have. And the story itself wasn't super groundbreaking either. Like, I mean, the way Maddie and I talked about it was by referencing other things, right? Yeah, that's true. Yeah. That's true. Yeah. Yep. Okay. Do you want to do final thoughts? Yeah, final thoughts. I thought the visuals and the music were incredible. Mm -hmm. And that makes it a two out of five. (laughs) Because I liked two things a lot. <laughs> and I thought it was interesting. I I want to see what this studio does next. Mm-hmm. Hearing that it's their first game makes mm-hmm. a lot of sense. Yep. And I think that if they hone the gameplay mm-hmm. a little bit more, that their next game could be really cool. Yeah, yeah. And if they maybe get like some narrative people on it so that it's not just a rehash of some same stuff that's been bopped around. Yeah. I do think it's unfortunate. Obviously they wouldn't have known Somerville was being created. Yeah. It's just unfortunate that we played it not even a year ago. Yeah. Yeah, And it's really, really similar. Yeah. The gameplay is similar. Yeah. With the same inspiration. Yeah. Yeah. And there's nothing wrong with a good alien invasion story. People have been doing that for a long time. Mm -hmm. I just think that they could have added more interesting stuff to it. So, yeah. Two out of five movies. Mm, Cute. I agree with you that it was absolutely beautiful. Breathtaking. I wrote that it just felt alive. I would definitely go, like, bump out to the soundtrack more. It is really, really good. The music is beautiful. I struggled a lot with the game design itself. And similarly to your thoughts, I think, like, there are not a lot of games that are both absolutely breathtakingly beautiful with really, really good mechanics on top of it. There's Mm -hmm. not a lot of games that exist and hit both of those things. Ori stands out to me as one of the ones that does that actually really well. But there's really not a lot. No. And if you're going to rely on the cinematic nature of the game that you're making, then I want to see more from the story. And I want to see that, like, gameplay. It could be simple. I don't care. Mm -hmm. But I really want to be immersed in the story. And this just didn't hit that for me. So Mm -hmm. I feel like the kind of game that they were, it just needed more. Yeah. And it was a little disappointing. The puzzles also, I tried to be thoughtful about the difficulty because I like puzzles so much that I I don't want to be like oh they're way too easy because maybe for some people 
that don't do a lot of puzzle games and be like, oh no, that actually felt really good. But as somebody who really likes puzzle games, if you're somebody who really likes them and plays them a lot, yeah. they'll probably be pretty trivial. Yeah. And for that reason, There's, yeah, <laughs> for that reason, I also gave it a two out of five. Okay. Two out of five what? Um, two out of five. There's not a lot of things in I this know. Game. I was like, Lana's? There you that's, go. Yeah, that's fine. That's fine. We had our female protagonist. Yeah. 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 I did want to mention one other thing that just popped into my head that I really loved so that we close it on a nice note. Yeah. There is another zoom out moment where you're on the water and there's a whale underneath you. Mm, yeah, that one was And nice. that was also quite good. So there are some really cool cinematic moments of this game. Yep. If I would recommend it if you have Game Pass. I don't, I think how much is this game is like 15 or $16? Oh, okay. okay. I don't think it's 20 Okay. I would agree with that. I would also be in the camp. I think I said actually the same thing for Somerville. I would watch somebody stream it. Yeah. Yeah. Mm-hmm. Um, maybe, and then maybe skip to some of the different parts, like watch a YouTube video or something, because it does get pretty slow <laughs> in some of the parts. But I don't know, unless you really just are somebody who loves good visuals and can put up with meh gameplay, you just want to see something that's absolutely beautiful, then yeah. 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 Because that's what this is. Yeah. Yeah. Okay. Awesome. Do Um, we want to do a off topic? I haven't done one of those in a long time. Off topic. Off topic. Bridget, what have you been watching? Yeah. I think it's Mythic Quest, right? I'm saying the words right. Yeah. Yeah. I was recommended Mythic Quest uh, probably three years ago or something okay. crazy uh, by my friend. That's an Apple TV one, right? It's an Apple yeah. TV, and it is a video game studio mm-hmm. that makes an MMO. And so it was recommended to me mm-hmm. because I like video games, and it was very funny. A very Silicon Valley-esque, in my opinion. Yeah, it is. Yeah. I've seen the first two seasons. Oh, okay. So I'm only a few episodes into the first one. Okay. And, oh my gosh. Okay, wait. No, actual fun fact. So maybe you didn't notice, or maybe you did, but I was really, really proud of myself. So in Mythic Quest, one of the characters in the very first episode is like crushing on her game tester friend. Yeah, yeah, yeah. Yeah. So that girl. That's Aloy. Is Aloy? Yeah. Yes. Uh, <laughs> yes. She is Aloy. Yeah, Aloy. that's Aloy. Well, yeah. So I'm trying to like look up her. She's name. actually a really famous like video game voice actress. Yeah. Uh, Ashley Birch. Yeah. Is her name. So what was she's so funny? in Last of Us Two? I think too. Oh, is she? I don't know. Oh, we'll have to uh, look it up. Yeah. Fact check. Um, let's see. Click click click. Oh, she's also in Life is Strange. Oh, maybe that's what I was thinking of. And Borderlands. Oh, she's Chloe in Life is Strange. Oh, she is in Last of Us Part 2. She Okay, I, she's I knew Mel. she was in Last of Us Part 2. Yeah, and then Borderlands. Yeah, oh my gosh, she's in so much yeah, stuff. Yeah, she's oh like a gosh. really famous voice actress. And she was in Steven games. Universe. That's cute. Oh, who was she in Steven Universe? Um, And Rutile Twins. I don't know who those are. We'll have to look it up again. Do you remember the Rutile Twins? Uh, No. I'm going to look it up. I... I love Steven Universe. I know, me too. I, why do I not remember that, though? I was wondering if it was some of the rubies, but I don't know. Yeah. Oh, no. Oh. oh. <laughs> <laughs> the, 
They're not in a lot, though. No, they're near, like, the end. Yeah, yeah, yeah. Yeah. Um, But anyway, so she popped on the screen, and I had never seen her face before. And yet, when I heard her, I was like, I know her. You know the voice, And I was dying, because I was sitting there on the couch, and I was like, who is this? Who is this? Who is this? I know this voice so much. And I looked it up, and then it's Aloy. And I'm like, oh, it's because I just spent, like, 40 hours with Aloy over the last, like, few weeks doing Horizon Zero Dawn. I was like, ah, okay. Yeah. Yeah. So that was really fun. Nice. Yeah. I watched Succession finale oh like the did you end, watch the end? i've never seen succession oh it's so good Bridget. is it actually it's good? so good or oh my god it wait like... it's so good i i think you would i think you would like it you have to power through the first two episodes oh, okay i, I thought you were gonna say. say two seasons i was like no 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 no. <laughs> no 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 like it took it did take me about two episodes to get into it i think if memory serves, what is it? What is it about? It's it's just rich people being assholes. Oh, I do love that. Yeah, <laughs> it's Big really fan. good. It's really good, Ooh. and it ended just perfect. Ooh, not a lot do that. Maybe not a lot stick the landing. This yeah. stuck the well, landing in a way that. Ugh. Now maybe it's worth me watching because I know that it, through the end it'll be done yes. and good and I don't have to wait yeah. for anything. So maybe I'm it's really fine. excited to hear your thoughts. Okay. I'll have to do it. My favorite character is Shiv. So okay. I'll take a note. <laughs> yeah. Is that controversial? Should I be It is controversial. <gasps> okay. Okay. I think I think it's controversial. Well, mainly because the discourse I've read is Reddit and Reddit hates women. So Oh, that sounds right. That yeah. sounds super accurate. She sucks. But um, everyone sucks. Hmm. It's one of those. Gotcha. Yeah. Like, uh, what's the other one? Fleabags? Or everybody no, else? no, no, no. Fleabag? No, no, no. Is that not the one? What, what am I thinking of? I love Fleabag. I haven't seen Fleabag. <gasps> I thought that's what Fleabag was. Oh, my God. Wait. Oh, my God. Okay. <laughs> Fleabag is probably in my top five favorite shows of all time. Oh, my gosh. So that should be first and then Succession. The other thing about Fleabag is it's 30 minutes and there's six episodes per season so it's like two there's just two oh and it's done and it ends again perfect (laughs) oh it's so good okay that one seems a lot more tangible that one yes so do fleabag first and then start succession watch succession with like chris or something because dk and i watched it it was really good to watch okay um that one's more of a that one is, I think, four seasons. Each episode's like an hour. Okay. Yeah. And there's it's it's more, but yeah. also really worthwhile. I really like rich people drama because they're all like how so I texted dirt. you about Pretty Little Liars. Yeah. I need you to text me about Fleabag. How far are you in Pretty Little Liars? I have stopped watching it. <laughs> you said there was a there was a part where you could you probably get it. Yeah, after um, after the spoilers. ending of season two. Yes, yeah, yeah. And, and I just started watching it a little bit, and I wasn't as interested anymore. Okay, that's fair. But I was really into it for the first two seasons, and yeah. I totally get it. You don't want to know what happens after that? <sighs> you know, it's so weird. I don't Spencer care. Spencer dates Caleb. Yeah, don't you wish you kept Wait, watching? Caleb? Yeah, like Hannah's Caleb. They date. Don't you wish that you kept watching now? Wait, why? Wouldn't you like to know? Wait, 
What a betrayal. Well, not entirely. There's a, they make a lot of choices in the end. Okay, what's, okay, give me, give me the rest. Give me the rest. Okay, I'll TLDR for you. Okay. So. Hi, everyone. Editor Maddie here. I cut the next section because it is literally 15 minutes of Pretty Little Liars spoilers. And I don't know if someone's watching it and they care. I just didn't want people to get spoiled. So. Bye. It's a, it's a, it's a dark place. The end so of, weird. <laughs> the last so season and a half weird. of Pretty Little Liars. I can't do it. Six B and seven or whatever it is. Wow. Yeah. Okay. Well, there's our off topic. Yeah. There you go. Pretty Little Liars. Uh. Okay, Bridget. I think you're closing today. Thank you for listening to our podcast. If you liked it, don't forget to subscribe and rate it. You can find us on Instagram, TikTok, and YouTube at Batty Breakdowns, and visit our website BattyBreakdowns.com, made by me, Bridget Keen. The podcast art was done by the lovely Tanisha Vernicar, and the podcast was edited by Maddie Wisnott. Join us next time to hear us two baddies break down Diablo 4. Woo! <sighs> Welcome to hell. <sighs> this is metal music as I'm doing. <sighs> oh, okay. <laughs> That's good. Yeah, yeah. That's really good. Yeah, thanks. <laughs> oh, you got a career there. <laughs> yeah, I hope you guys are excited for next time's episode. <laughs> okay. Bye. Bye.